first of all, I want to maximize my overall experience with McDonough. I think people in general, myself included, tend to look 10 steps ahead with regards to their career, with regards to what's coming in the future. And I think at times it's important to be present and use the best that you have in the meantime, right now. And Georgetown McDonough has a lot to offer. I still have a lot to explore when it comes to the alumni network. I still have a lot of knowledge to gain when it comes to the courses and what goes along with that. And because of COVID last year, I'm excited to meet almost three fourths of our class for the first time and become friends with them and learn more about what they want to do as far as their career, because ultimately it will help inform my path. Welcome to a new season of McDonough Talks, where we build community through storytelling. This season on the podcast, we will be diving into career aspirations of some of my colleagues and hearing from some alumni on what it's really like to practice in various fields. In this episode, I am joined by my colleague, Justin Chaljub. Justin is entering his second year of his MBA at Georgetown McDonough. Before business school, Justin worked for Exelon in a marketing and digital media role. This summer, Justin interned for Wasserman, a sports marketing and talent management company based in Los Angeles. And Justin aspires to a career at the intersection of sports, business, and law. So Justin, I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you, Mike, for having me. That was an excellent intro. Yeah. So first and foremost, just want to tell us a little bit about yourself and, and build on some of your background, like where are you from and just some of your family, personal history. Absolutely. Yeah. Mike gave a pretty good summation so far of my MBA experience, my career experience, but I'll dive a little deeper. I am from Florida originally, West Palm Beach. I went to undergrad at University of Chicago and I graduated there in 2019, where I majored in public policy. From there, I worked for an energy company called Exelon, and my specialty there was within marketing and analytics from the parent company perspective. I worked for them for a total of four years, and 1.5 of which was full-time, the other which was a intern role throughout my undergrad experience. I, I thought initially during my undergrad that marketing would be where I wanted to end up. Energy seemed to be an interesting area, but over time, especially through the writing of my undergraduate thesis, I figured out that I could pursue a passion which I have in sports in a professional and academic capacity. So that led me down the path of having conversations with people in the industry, be it sports agents, team executives, which ultimately guided me to, as Mike mentioned, the intermixing of business and law within sports. And that's why I'm at Georgetown McDonough. That's why I'm pursuing a law degree post MBA. And that is where I'm at roughly today. Talk to me a little bit about University of Chicago. Like, is it like business school where they have companies come on campus and recruiting for you guys? And is that kind of how you ended up at Exelon? And then were you in Chicago? Because I know in Baltimore, where I'm from, there's a huge Exelon building. One of my best friends works for them. And uh, they have a big presence here. So where were you working out of? Exelon is spread out mostly through the Midwest and the, I would say, Northeast United States and down to the D.C. area. So I traveled quite frequently to D.C. and Baltimore for work, but I was based primarily in Chicago. And to your earlier question, 
University of Chicago is an interesting school where it is heavily focused on holistic academic development. And you have opportunities to take classes at the business school, but the undergrad education is more of your typical liberal arts school. I came out of University of Chicago ultimately appreciating learning more broadly how to think, how to write, how to construct arguments, things which are applicable to any type of career in any area. And the Exelon component that came with that kind of came randomly at the end of my freshman year there, where there was an internship opportunity that they were looking to fill towards the end of April of my freshman year. And I happened to work for UChicago's Career Advancement Center. And so I got a connection through that. And that led to me working there for four plus years. Once you got in there full time and you left Chicago, how was Exelon in terms of supporting your quest for your MBA? They were supportive. I would say that the support was less from a company perspective than it is from the individuals in the group that I worked with. They weren't necessarily aware that my interest laid within sports because that is very different than what is done in the energy sector, but they were the team members there, which represent the whole company were ultimately very supportive in me pursuing my MBA and the law degree. Now, okay, so you're at Georgetown. A couple questions. How come you didn't go back to Chicago? Like, I mean, that's a good business school too. Like why, why switch it up and go to Georgetown? I mean, the short answer is that I didn't get into the JD MBA program with Chicago, I applied late and I wasn't prepared enough to get into a school like that. Okay. The longer answer is that I wanted to go to a school that provided a general business education and excelled in that was a great business school. They also have Georgetown also is a great law school, but they also do well in carving out avenues within the entertainment and sports realm. And the sports from, and this ranges from the sports and, and tech advisor in Eric. It ranges from the VAS alumni network. The reason that I ultimately ended up at Wasserman, or one of the one of the biggest reasons, was because of a conversation with an alumni in James Connolly, and he not only educated me on what Wasserman has, but he encouraged me to apply and helped me get through that process. And it's the combination of the alumni network, it's a combination of the resources, and it is the general education that the business school provided that made it so attractive. Cool. And then just, you mentioned when you were in Chicago, you know, once you wrote your thesis and you started to entertain the thought of a career in sports, you reached out to some execs and agents and whatnot. Who that you chatted with had the biggest impact and gave you the best advice if you could pinpoint a person or a couple people that stand out? There was one individual in particular that guided my overall viewpoint on the sports world. And he's a sports agent formerly at MBK Sports. His name is Kabe Akbari. And he's a younger guy. Since he graduated undergrad, he has been within the sports world as a sports agent. And since he works for a smaller sports agency and handles the full suite of services that agents do, from finances to day-to-day to to securing endorsement deals on the marketing side, his perspective was very valuable to me. And what he told me is that for anyone looking to get into the sports industry, 
they need to be very thoughtful and intentional about their career as a sports agent. It is very difficult to break into. First of all, it is heavily consolidated at the top and it just takes a lot of time and a lot of effort with networking. So just being very thoughtful and intentional of understanding that path, one, and then two, how to get through that, how to go through that process. And after that conversation, along with other subsequent conversations with people like Kava, that ultimately led me to the thought that maybe a sports agent isn't the best path for me. Interesting. So you talked to some people, you know, you got insights and advice from people on the inside at the industry level. You go back for your MBA at Georgetown and you have this experience last year in COVID, which was unique for everyone being remote. And then you successfully recruit and get an internship at Wasserman. Now, take me through some of your experience last year in recruitment and what you think worked best and any advice that you would have for this incoming first year group about landing an internship in the sports industry or any industry in general? The sports industry is different than I would say most other areas like finance or consulting, where there's a defined path, there is a defined timeline. Within the sports industry, that doesn't really exist. You have to be very intentional early on about reaching out to people to have conversations. Networking is a term that's used in every type of job, every facet, but it's particularly important within the sports world. It really matters who you know and how you know them. And that's what I did early on. I didn't have a ton of experience in sports. So early on, it was about building a network, reaching out to Georgetown McDonough alumni, talking with people, specifically Eric in the career advisement area to get his perspective in terms of what fit best. Doing a lot of research on the types of positions that are out there in the, in the sports world. It's not limited to being a sports agent. You can work as a brands consultant. You can have a finance job involving certain sports teams or leagues. You can work on the legal side. So doing a lot of research early on and then understanding that the timeline isn't standardized. So with some firms like Wasserman, you have what's called right on time hiring where if you're looking for a full-time position, you just have to be there in the right place at the right time because they can be hiring at any point. And so that's where the network comes in. That's where having those conversations and having a deeper understanding of the industry comes in. And that's what I did. I started with networking early on. I started with research early on in the year. And when I say early on, I'm talking about in the fall of 2020 when I joined and continuing that, frankly, until now. Sure. Yeah, and I can't echo those sentiments more like networking is is not just for a job in sports but anywhere you want to be i feel like networking is essential to kind of help get you where you want to go so that makes a ton of sense and so you land at wasserman and can you reflect and just tell us about what the summer's been like what projects you've worked on and you're still interning or when when does the internship end i i am still interning with them I started in late June and it's a 10 week program and I'm finishing up this week, which is August 13th. Before explaining my role, I think it's important to explain how Wasserman is structured. Wasserman has three primary business areas. The first one is talent representation. 
So that's where the actual sports agency part of it is housed, where athletes or artists on the music side are represented. The second and third areas of Wasserman are brands consulting. So working with brands that have partnership deals with teams and sports leagues, or as they call them, properties. And then the other side is consulting with those actual properties. For example, one thing that Wasserman does is they have a long-term partnership with the NHL in terms of doing deep dive market research as to how they should market, who they should look to target, and outlining the effectiveness or projecting the effectiveness of those sponsorship deals. Within those three, the property side, the brand side, and the talent representation side, my role is within brands. And we worked with the NBA and other sports leagues like the MLS and their respective team deals within that. At, at first, like any other internship, it starts off a little bit slower, especially in a remote environment where you need to build trust over time and, and, and gain that responsibility over time. So early on, it was doing one-off research projects where you don't necessarily know the start and end point, but you're adding value in a, in a midpoint in terms of researching. I don't need to necessarily get into the details, but researching certain elements of a new potential partner, looking at the viability of certain sports teams there with partnerships. And that role, those sort of one-off research roles, they evolve over time to now, where it's now week nine, going into week 10. I have gotten a lot more responsibility with regards to the projects that I'm taking on. And now I have the ability to head a project from start to finish. No, that sounds excellent. And you've enjoyed it, I presume? I've, I've definitely enjoyed it. It's, I, I like anything. It, it is what you make of it. So the more work you put in earlier, the higher quality of work you put in, the effort you put into with regards to reaching out and having conversations with people, the more you do those types of things, the better of an experience you're going to have overall. So I was, I was very diligent early on with building that goodwill, building that trust such that I can be given more responsibility in the latter part of the internship experience. Cool. And do you know if you have a full-time offer to come back or when will that be decided? Wasserman is one of those companies that practices right on time hiring. So they don't have the ability really to offer a full-time position until they get a new contract with a brand, until they secure an endorsement deal where they have to build out a new team or expand that current team. So there's a lot of uncertainty there. Interesting. If the opportunity came about, would you go back? I think I would. I am still juggling a lot of things when it comes to next steps beyond the MBA program at McDonough. I'm considering law school. I'm also considering working full-time as soon as I finish the MBA program. And Wasserman is at the top of the list there. Gotcha. Yeah. So talk a little bit about the law school aspect. Was it a possibility for you to do the joint program here at Georgetown or what was the reasoning behind holding off and, and doing them separately? Holding off is a positive term, I would put it, for my experience. My intention was to do the JD MBA program. I applied late in spring of 2020 for the dual program. My application basically wasn't in, the, in a place to be accepted for both. So I tried again during this past year, this past application cycle, 
and I only applied to Georgetown for the sake of doing the JD MBA program. Unfortunately, it didn't work out there, but I still really want to go to law school. That is, if I had to pin a focus between law and business, I would say I'm skewed at this point towards the legal end. Interesting. Okay. So the plan's moving forward. It sounds like there's a few options. It's go to law school, work full time somewhere else other than Wasserman, or hopefully go back full time with Wasserman. Is that fair? Yeah, that's accurate. A lot for me is up in the air. I plan to apply to law schools in the fall while also simultaneously looking for full-time positions just to give myself flexibility. You're going to be a busy man. (laughs) I am. I'll also be in school and I may have a part-time research position on the side with Wasserman as well. So what are your expectations going into the second year and kind of what do you want to get accomplished? First of all, I want to maximize my overall experience with McDonough. I think people in general, myself included, tend to look 10 steps ahead with regards to their career, with regards to what's coming in the future. And I think at times it's important to be present and use the best that you have in the meantime, right now. And Georgetown McDonough has a lot to offer. I still have a lot to explore when it comes to the alumni network. I still have a lot of knowledge to gain when it comes to the courses and what goes along with that. And because of COVID last year, because of the online learning environment, I'm excited to meet almost three-fourths of our class for the first time and become friends with them and learn more about what they want to do as far as their career, because ultimately it will help inform my path. Yep. I can echo all those comments. Definitely looking forward to meeting more people in person for sure. And you touched on coursework. Is there anything coursework-wise that you're looking forward to and you want to get your hands on that as you project out, like, is a skill or an area you want to beef up moving forward? There are a couple. I actually applied for one of the MBA certificates, consumer analytics. And I have a bit of a background when it comes to analytics, but my quantitative knowledge my understanding of statistics, my understanding of how to process things, particularly within Excel, has a lot of room to grow. And that's where the consumer analytics course can help me, can help you, can help anyone really. Outside of building my analytics knowledge, I am taking a few courses on leadership and public speaking in that same realm. I prioritized taking a few of those courses last year and I learned a lot from them. And It's important as someone who wants to be a leader in the future for as nebulous of a term as that is, to be able to deliver your points concisely and effectively with the ability to influence. And that combination of attributes takes time and it takes practice to learn. Yeah, for sure. So do you know anyone else in the program that's pursuing a sports career? There is one other person, Monica Fritz, who I spoke with before I actually started the program. Her background is more on the alcoholic beverages area. So working for a brand that has ties to a sports league, like a Budweiser. Outside of that, there may be a few other people within the program that have sports ties or a sports background, but not many that are using the MBA experience to further explore that area with their career in the future. Right. 
I have a sports background and pursued the MBA. So what's the advice for someone pursuing an MBA without the sports background? I'm curious to hear your perspective on this after I give mine. But the best advice I could give, especially if you don't have experience within the sports industry, is to reach out to people who do have experience. And especially to people that have experience in the areas that you are interested in. My areas before I entered the MBA program were around being a sports agent because they combined the business and legal sides together. It was around working for a team or a league. And through having those conversations before I even applied to the MBA program, I learned that maybe those paths, at least early on, weren't the best for me. And that there are other skills, there are other avenues that I can pursue within the sports industry. And then beyond that, I would say once you have an understanding of the industry, looking at schools or MBA programs that can help you achieve your goals. Whether it's the course load, there's also the alumni network with people that are currently working in the sports industry that have significant ties to the sports industry. There is then the career opportunities area in terms of advisory and giving you perspective of what to pursue. So all of those elements together with the actual school itself and the academics, the alumni network, and the career advisory element come together in where you should look at for schooling for the MBA program. Cool. I think that makes sense. The other thing I would throw in there is like, don't limit yourself based on a specific passion. Like I worked in baseball, but I was open to any sport. So I would encourage people to pursue any and all sports if that's the area of work they want to be involved in. If I could add something there too, because I think that's a really good point. Not only being my interest early on was in sports, not necessarily limited to a specific sport, but advice I got early on, even from people that are in the sports industry currently, is to be open to opportunities outside of sports. For me, that was probably consulting. And so looking for opportunities beyond that with the mindset of you could take this early on, you get experience in, and you build skills that are relevant to the sports industry and to use that experience and that knowledge to then transfer into the sports industry at a later point. So just be open with regards to the path that you take. Sure. Yeah. And I've read about this example recently, the Seattle Mariners just hired a new team president and she came from major league soccer there's tons of crossover. And that woman also has an MBA as well. So there's tons of ways to get to where you want to go. I think you hit the nail on the head, Justin. I think all that stuff is spot on. I just had a question about your internship at Wasserman. Were there any other MBA folks there doing the internship with you? Or were you kind of on your own? Or do they have some sort of like structured internship program? It's a very interesting question. Wasserman among sports agencies is probably the most structured when it comes to their internships. A majority of the students there are undergrad. I would say probably 20% are graduate students. And of that 20%, it's a pretty equal split of MBA law students or sports administration master's students. So it was definitely interesting to be among the same collective of interns with undergrads and other graduate students who don't necessarily do business. Did that add to your experience at all, you think? I think it 
added in terms of getting different perspectives, especially on the graduate side. I would say from the undergraduate perspective, it was more humbling to know that within the sports industry and start completely from the bottom and know that's where you're going to start regardless of your experience or, or education is a humbling experience. And it's something that many people will have to accept going in. So was the setup for the internship, was it teaming or were you kind of like on your own to kind of complete the work that you were tasked with? We have what's called a capstone project, which is basically a summer long group project. And so again, that was one of those experiences where I worked with only undergrads and from an MBA perspective who has prior work experience, it was interesting and, and a bit of an adaptation to work within that team environment. Did they bring it? Did they impress? Like, yeah, you're more experienced. Like, were they impressive or did it leave you like frustrated? Frustrated is maybe a strong word. What I will say is that I am adept at taking on either having the ability to take on either a leadership role with guiding the pro guiding projects, guiding its structure, or taking on more of a supportive role. This was one of those circumstances where I think particularly because of my experience and because of my background, I had to take on a leadership role where nobody from the get-go wanted to take responsibility with setting things up with regards to outlining a structure for how to get the project done, with regards to communicating with our intern project leads. And because of that, I took that responsibility and ran with it. Yeah, good for you. That's a good learning experience. What was the intern capstone project? This was working with a new arm of Wasserman called The Collective. The Collective is primarily an entity whose mission is to educate and change the narrative when it comes to women's sports media coverage and marketing coverage. And our task was to research and recommend partners for the collective who are within sports media. So these are sports media agencies that are driven by women. So they're led by women and they're for women. So they cover primarily women's sports and doing the research and making the recommendations was our task. What was your recommendation? We're still building that quite honestly. What I will say is that there are a few firms that stand out. And one cool thing that we did to standardize that evaluation process was to develop a scorecard. And that scorecard was built within Excel. It builds on a lot of the things that I learned as an MBA student with regards to programming, with regards to putting together a process for evaluation. And that was really cool to be able to practically put something together that could have a tangible impact on the collective. Cool. Yeah, and I want to shout out Eric Young. Eric Young does a hell of a job and make sure you take advantage of these resources that Georgetown provides because there's a lot of good people here and everyone's willing to help everyone out. I've mentioned Eric's name. He has been instrumental in my growth and success as a McDonough student. So use him. Yeah, I can attest. Eric Young is the real deal. So reach out as well as the other folks in the Career Center. The Career Center is excellent. Again, abuse those resources because they're great. Yeah, that's my pro tip. Justin, I want to thank you for your time. Any closing words? I want to thank you for bringing me on, Mike. 
I, I'm honored, honestly, to be able to share my perspective and be able to have this conversation. I am still learning a lot and I'm still defining my path, but to be able to share my experiences and my perspective as best as I can, hopefully we'll be able to help someone out there. So I appreciate you bringing me on. Anytime and, and we were happy to have you. Yeah, I think it was important because you go to business school and you know people enter business school and they have like this almost tunnel vision of investment banking and finance and consulting, but there's some other avenues out there and I just wanted to bring those to light a little bit. Thanks for sharing your stories and your experiences. Justin Chaljub, thank you so much for taking the time and being here with us. This was great and we will catch you all next time here on McDonough Talks. Thanks. Take care.